The Very Serious Crafts Podcast is now on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com slash seriouscrafts to support our podcast and get early access to episodes, find out about our unfiltered patron-only off-week episodes, and more. You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. We're very serious crafters, and we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 26 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Heidi from Hands Occupied. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors. Today, we'll be talking about sewing machines resin food earrings, New Year's plans, and more hamster sweaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about the hamster sweaters. <laughs> well, before we get to the inevitable <clears throat> revisitation of the subject of hamster sweaters, because that's just what happens on this podcast. <laughs> um, Perennial hamster sweater material. It'll haunt me to my grave in a hamster sweater. <laughs> Um, but first, uh, I hope not. <laughs> but first, right now, while we record this podcast, I'm working on um, a knit design that is not a hamster sweater for once. Um, and it's this shawl that I'm doing <laughs> for a yarn company that's supposed to be inspired by New York City. <laughs> um, uh, so where I live. Yeah, where you live. A place I visited once for four days. Okay. Um, so I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best on this shawl. Oh, I like it. It looks and I can tell immediately what it's supposed to be. Yeah. For listeners, um, it looks like the Chrysler building. Yeah. So stay tuned for that in a few months. But the funny thing about like getting into more serious knit design for the first time in a while, because I've been listeners will know that I've been doing a lot of handmade wardrobe stuff this year. And um so a lot of the stuff I've been working with has been not my own designs. And um, it's just kind of funny how inspired you can get by working from another designer's perspective for a while and then returning to your own. Um, Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of cool how, like, creatively invigorating that is. That's all I wanted to say for my chatter. I like that. (laughs) It's just kind of a fun thing. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) No, that is fun. And I really like that shawl. Yeah. Thanks. It's a good shawl. It's going to be so cool. It is good. Thank you. Um, And (laughs) on on the topic of knitting from someone else's pattern and knitting from vintage patterns with vintage yarn. Mm-hmm. If you all listened mm-hmm. to um, <laughs> a couple episodes ago when it was just Haley and Heidi and Heidi was talking about how excited she was about working with this yarn that was vintage to go with a pattern. And I was sorry. I, <laughs> I wasn't there. So I didn't, I like heard all of this going on while I was editing the episode. That was the first time that I heard about this, this happening. And as soon as you guys were talking about it, I was like, well, shoot, I'm pretty sure that I have a bunch of yarn that says it's permanently moth proofed. And sure enough, I have a giant, of course, I have a giant bag. Like I've sealed it up in plastic, you know, to moth proof it. Uh huh. Um, to and I was, yarn. I was yeah. so uh-huh. excited because I have pl- I had plans to like knit myself a sweater from it, and um, I don't know what to do with it now. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I, it's okay. I'm now What's taking recommendations is... for like safe projects to make out of this. If that what is to do even with a toxic thing. yarn. <laughs> 
part of me was thinking about using um, that toxic yarn that I have and making like little dryer balls out of it, but instead of using them in the dryer, because that would release all the poison into the I world. Was say, no, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Like- not going to apply heat, <laughs> but just make yarn balls and then chuck it in my stash, kind of like you would chuck like cedar wood chips. <laughs> Because if it's so moth-proofed, perhaps it will just have a general, like, moth-repellent effect on my whole stash. What do you think? I don't know about that. I have no idea. (laughs) You don't think that'll work? (laughs) If you applied heat, absolutely. Uh, I I have no idea, but I think it's worth a try. I'm just making things up. (laughs) I I I mean, (laughs) I don't actually know how easily it comes off the yarn. The... The poison? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you don't want to then contaminate ever. I know. Yeah, I suppose not. So at least oh, I got... Never mind. I guess I'm... I'm just going to stop. I, I'm glad then I did keep it in a plastic bag thinking I was protecting the yarn, but I was actually <laughs> protecting everything else. <laughs> I mean, you got lucky. Yeah. How about you, Haley? You got any poisonous things going on? <laughs> No. <laughs> what? How would you describe the poison level of your week, Haley? <laughs> the poison level of my week thus far has actually been relatively low, um, which is good for yeah. me. Uh, so, this over the weekend, I taught a Golden Girls cross stitch workshop at the Bus Craftacular um, that was in support of my cross-stitch the golden girls book and teaching is super weird when you're an introvert um it's not necessarily bad weird but it's you have to be somebody who you're definitely not so it's almost like playing a part but instead of like and i mean that in a good way like it's sort of fun to step into a different personality to to do that and to interact with more people than I usually see in a month. Um, (laughs) So it was really fun. And the class was really full. And a couple of our listeners actually came. So I would like to say hi to Dee and Jenny. Um, They are delightful. So very glad to have met them. That's awesome. Also, by the way, Teaching a Golden Girls workshop at the Bus Craftacular basically makes you, like, the coolest. (laughs) (laughs) Very hip. (laughs) I I am the epitome of cool, obviously. Obviously. That's the first word I think of when I think of you, Haley. I bet you do. So, hamster sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. Hamster sweaters. Let's just get this one out of the way right up top. (laughs) Lay it on us. So, right now, I am on the precipice of a very, very large project. So, of course, in the great procrastinating phenomenon that happens when you're about to take on a big project with a big deadline. um, Oh, yes. Suddenly, you want to do all the things. We've discussed this. Yes. Like like making making a dress before you travel. Wanting to make 800 things before you, like, I don't know. I've had acquaintances who've had this happen when they've had babies, things like that. And so right now, um, the the thing that I am really fighting the urge to make, other than like sweaters for myself, yeah, because that's always a struggle, <laughs> is not casting on another sweater. Um, 
But right now, the kind of sweater I want to cast on is obviously a hamster sweater because it's me. <laughs> and, um... <clears throat> part- uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, I believe it was, um, and this bitch is knitting a hamster sweater. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> Molly's like, stop it. (laughs) On a cleaner note, basically, the point I'm trying to get to is that, so Baby Yoda is totally a phenomenon, like an active cultural phenomenon. Yes, and adorable. And so cute. Like, cry levels of cute every time I watch a new episode of The Mandalorian. Like, we call it the Baby Yoda program in my house. It's so cute. And I'm like, well, all I would need is, like, one long afternoon, and I could whip out a baby alien sweater to just put on the blog because it's so cute. It'd be super easy. But I just don't think I should hamster sweater because of this deadline. I really don't think I should do it. No matter how cute. There's Um, always time for hamster sweaters. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going to say, I still really like the, I don't think that I should hamster sweater. As opposed to like, I should make a hamster sweater. Like, it's now a verb. Um, Uh, Maybe that should be the episode title. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I can picture the hamster sweater. I can picture the baby Yoda hamster sweater. Yeah. Um, and, and in fact, you know, I mean, baby Yoda is a little larger than, than the hamster sweater, but it's not even shrinking it down that much to even, you know, it would be (laughs) just a little bit under life size. So I don't, you shouldn't ask me. This could be the sweater that you give to Molly's guinea pig. (laughs) Guinea, pi- guinea pigs are bigger than hamsters. They are. They are. Make it a cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a piggy cape. <laughs> I support it. I will say. Lut- I maintain. Lieutenant Nibbles has watched The Mandalorian with me. So, I, I mean. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, it's so cute. Can you just picture it? Lieutenant Nibbles in a very correct cardigan, just <laughs> sitting around, drinking some tea, watching some Mandalorian. I like it. I feel like if that sweater had a shawl collar and was done in, like, camel or mohair, you would just have a guinea pig wearing the Baby Yoda cloak. That's what I was immediately <laughs> picturing, is that... Um, right? Well, okay. And so, I have... Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> um... I um, managed to snag one of the uh, Baby Yoda crochet patterns from Crafty is Cool before the required takedown. We Um, love her. uh, Yes, we do. And um, (laughs) she also is awesome. Like, I have interacted with her since that whole thing happened, and she's just delightful. Um, But anyway, I have that pattern, and I'm thinking, hmm, I bet I could just shrink that, that little cloak down to fit the guinea pig. So, mm-hmm. and if I have extra yarn, I'm set to go. So now we've transferred this project over to me. Why wouldn't you? I <laughs> and, 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 and. Sorry, that was a lot of ands. <laughs> <laughs> this is very exciting. You could make, you could make Lieutenant Nibbles a lightsaber out of a carrot. Oh my gosh. It wouldn't last very long, but I like it. But it would be orange. <laughs> 
But you could also get all of the different colors of carrots, like the heirloom <gasps> carrots. Purple ones. Oh, yes. man. Like Samuel Jackson's lightsaber. Oh, my That's goodness. That's where I'm going. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> yep. Whoa. So there we go. We've planned your Thank next you project, Thank you so much. Molly. Yay. <laughs> I don't know how I can not do this now. <laughs> right? I don't think you can not do this. Crap. We've solved no conundrums and just added to our workloads yet again. <laughs> We're really good at that. We yeah. are. Mm-hmm. This is the very serious crafting enablers podcast. <laughs> yeah. Ano- Correct. Anonymous. <laughs> not so anonymous. And my name is George. <laughs> We're pretty easily findable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, man. So, um... Do you want to hear about the latest thing that I found that could potentially be dangerous given my well-documented Instagram addiction? Oh, no. Um, so, naturally, I was on Instagram when I found this. Um, but actually, it, <laughs> sure. it, caused me, <laughs> it caused me to jump over and actually finally download the TikTok app, which I'm probably way too old to be using, but that's okay. Um, so... Yeah, I don't I don't even use yeah. TikTok. Well, I don't know what TikTok is. Okay, so TikTok <laughs> is it's purely for making little videos, but a lot of times they're like like Vine? Yes, exactly. It's like Vines, but they're longer and you can like cut them together. So, it's huh. similar to other things that exist, but yes, it's like Vines. That's the best comparison. So, mm-hmm. um you, you you can put like music in with it as well. This is I'm still just really new to this. Mostly what I know of this comes from middle school students who talk about it. Um, yeah. Well, this, <laughs> I, but I've also seen where people have used it for little like craft tutorial kinds of things, kind of like how people will even put in Instagram stories. So mm-hmm. um, that sounds like a lot of work for something that doesn't provide traffic. <laughs> <laughs> well, the person that I found is on TikTok and has 38,000 followers there already. So let's just... Well, sure. That's a whole but thing. that's not ad revenue. <laughs> anyway. It, I, I, I'm, I'm sure yes, people are finding ways to use it that way, though. So this person, her username on TikTok, and you'll have to download the app if you really, really want to see this, but it might be worth it. Her uh, username is um, DIY Earrings. And she, that's a good username. Yeah, that's her username. That's what she does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thirty-eight thousand people hope. follow her to watch it. Um, and she does. So she makes earrings. Uh, some of them she's done things with perler beads, but the the exciting ones. What brought me to her are her earrings made out of actual food that she has then coated in UV resin. I've never worked cool. in this medium before. I love UV resin. But it, like, it's it's pretty cool. So the first things that I saw are she takes potato chips, coats them in UV resin, drills a hole through them, and makes them into earrings. Like you do. She also mm-hmm. did chili peppers where she, like, sliced them in half so you see the inside of the chili pepper. Oh, cool. She did carrots, some of which are just regular slices of carrots, and some of which she, like, shaped out so that they became, like, a ring, but not even, like, a regular circular carrot. Like, she made them, like, ovals and stuff. Wow. Um, She did onions, which I thought was very interesting. Like the teeny tiny cocktail ones? Uh, 
they were like, I think they were red onions. And so she sliced them across. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really pretty. She dipped French fries. Why would you waste a French fry like that? French fries are so good. Don't do that to French fries. <laughs> well, the, she took the French fries, dipped them in ketchup, froze them so that it wasn't, you know, so that the ketchup was a little more firm. And then, <laughs> and then did them in resin. Um, Crazy. And Wow. And those were all, those were all very interesting. And, you know, she's done other things that aren't, um, you know, there's a whole, there's a, a list of them. But the last one, um, Uh-oh. this, this got a little weird for me. And by the way, she takes requests. So people will send her ideas of what she should do. And so someone <laughs> requested this. Oh, it's like the hydraulic press account. I don't know that I one. don't know what that is. Uh, it's um, a person on Instagram who has a hydraulic press and takes requests for what he should smash with the hydraulic okay, press like and then films it in slow-mo. That sounds delightful. <laughs> cool. it's, it's really good. I highly recommend it. Okay. Cool. Uh, please send me a link or how to find it. Um, yes. Show notes. Yeah, so... <laughs> yes. Um, so the last one she did was bubblegum. And I was expecting hmm. to see, like, pictures of pink bubblegum, like, um, like bubblegum bubblegum or something. But in fact... Like cubes of it? Like cubes of it, yeah. Pink cubes of bubblegum. No, that's not what she did. It, the video shows her opening up the wrappers, chewing bubblegum, and then <laughs> some of them she uses as chewed up wads of bubblegum, which are not even, like, it's not even, like, pink pretty. It's, like, sort of White. muddy, bleh. And then, Gross. <laughs> then she blows bubbles, freezes them, and That's then she cool. coats them in resin. So the idea is about now the bubbles did not hold up super well. They kind of started to sink in a little bit. Really cool concept, but also resin coated chewed bubblegum earrings is I it's awesome, but also <laughs> I like super worn weird. Those. <laughs> it's very Clarissa explains it all. Yes, that is true. And I have maybe just if I was, aged myself. <laughs> no, that's a fantastic show. I love that show. Uh, um, but yeah, I um, maybe if I was making them for myself, that would be different. Mm-hmm. But she was making a whole bunch of them, and it looked like she was going to do something with You couldn't possibly need yeah. like six or eight pairs of chewed bubblegum earrings for yourself. So right. what's happening with those? I don't really want to <laughs> wear things that other people chewed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Already, well, I mean, it, it, it there really be. It's not only already been chewed gum; it's already been worn earrings. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you that think she about wore it. Them. I don't know okay. that she wore them, but yeah. yeah. But I, 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 I mostly just like really in admiration of like the French fry one. Just like accomplishing yes. getting that getting that in resin is pretty cool. Yeah, I and yeah, that, that, was that is the, that was the thing with um with all of them was that it was taking something that you would not expect to see um, transformed into jewelry and, you you know, using it basically Mm -hmm. as 
a craft material in itself. So I was fascinated by the whole thing. And obviously, just from the the short clip that I saw on Instagram, it was enough to entice me to download an app just to watch more of these videos of her encasing sure. food and resin. So yeah. I mean, that's yeah. impressive. It It is. Um, it might tell you a lot about who I am as a person, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's anything sinister. Uh, I think I think your love of French fry no, earring videos is charming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Charming. I like it. <laughs> I think it's very fun. And I have just added the hydraulic press channel also to the show notes. Okay. Now. Awesome. Thank you. And and I will have uh, I will have a, a link to this person on TikTok. I think I think that I can put a link to it. I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. <laughs> New <Yay>. technology. <laughs> So, speaking of things that really reveal who we are as people, um, Haley, Haley, did you get another toy sewing machine? Did you? Um, (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. So, I've been really trying not to collect toy sewing machines. Really? Really trying. (laughs) Trying really hard. I only had one. Oh. And... Yeah, I just had the uh, the uh, Victorian ish one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, that we've discussed on the one. podcast in yeah. previous seasons. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I talked about it in season one. But I was on eBay looking for something entirely unrelated. Of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this nineteen fifty four singer so handy pops up with box. The felt is completely pristine, so I'm not sure that it's ever been used. The instruction manual is there. Oh, my. And so I I couldn't help myself. It needed a home. It, it, it really did. Well, I didn't. I didn't get it right away. I watched it. And then I think the seller read my mind because <laughs> the next morning... There was an offer mm-hmm. um, to sell it to me at a 33% discount. That's a thing. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was a thing for the longest time. No, me neither. And now, because I'm the weirdo buying all the rug making tools on eBay, all I do is <laughs> click watch. And with all I do is click watch on something that I'm halfway interested in that's like under 10 bucks. And within like a week, you get almost always a third off as wow. long as you take it off their hands. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. And I mean, the price was fair. The asking price, yeah. the original asking price was mm-hmm. fair. Like it, w- it was worth that. Yeah. Um, but I guess I don't know. Maybe I was enthusiastic. I don't have any idea. But it was <laughs> it was very nice, and I am super excited. And it has just arrived, and it's in a box behind me. And cool. I haven't opened it, and I want to. <laughs> That's exciting. But, yeah. So it's one of those. Um, like working hand crank cool. uh, children's singers. And so I'm going to have to sew a thing with it. I think that's just wonderful. for fun. I, I have an old yeah. one. I don't know if I've ever talked about this. I have an old um, singer. What does it say here? I, I can't see what when it's from, but I have it in its box and it belonged to someone in my family. And we should like 
pull ours out at the same time and now I'm throwing stuff around um, and um, <laughs> and try them uh, in tandem. It could be fun. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> I think that that's a great idea. I have a children's sewing machine, too, but mine's just from Sears. But it's, but, okay. it's pink, though. <gasps> that sounds wonderful. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I, I also have a, well, I have a Sears Kenmore sewing machine that is heavier than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. And it's avocado green. Nice. It was my godmother's. My, my mom had like it very much. My mom had a Sears Kenmore machine, and it was super heavy. And it had like, I don't know if she added it or if it came with like this super seventies floral uh, or sixties floral on the side um, that looked like wallpaper. It was pretty great. Oh, she cool. was very sad when that. Oh, mine died. does not have that. Sewing yeah. machines are the best. So I think we should have a toy sewing machine party. Sounds good. We can do it on our TikTok account. (laughs) I was gonna say we could, we could like record it and use it as a little um, toy sewing machine ASMR for the podcast as well. (laughs) Patreon bonus. Yeah, I was gonna say bonus content. (laughs) Love it. So yeah, go join our Patreon if you want to see us playing with toy sewing machines. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun. I yeah. promise it'll get weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually a safe bet when you listen to us. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I thought you were going to say when, when I'm involved. No. No, it gets weird okay. anytime. Any I mean, not wrong. <laughs> it's good. Okay, enough of this nonsense. Yes. Enough of this nonsense. Let's get it's serious. It's almost a new year. We've got to get serious. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in almost two complete seasons. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's buckle yeah. down. <laughs> it's going to be a new decade. Everybody keeps talking about how it's a new decade. So apparently we have to have goals to improve ourselves to be functional adult humans, right? Sure. Oh, no. Decade goals. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Right? <laughs> um, part of me wants to say, like, no goals because everyone's like, it's a new decade. What are you going to do with the last 15 days of 2019? I don't know. Yeah. I don't Doesn't take that matter. seriously. <laughs> exactly. It's just regular yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. So also, that, that tangent is just to say, like, not having goals for a new year is completely valid. Yes. Just saying. Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> also, have to. I, um, I do but like... But we do. Yeah. I, I do like the, like, it feels like this false idea of a clean slate when you turn the calendar. Mm-hmm. So... I like that. It, like, it makes me feel, it, it's sort of like how a new school year used to make me yes. feel. Because mm-hmm. I loved school. Yeah. So <laughs> I would just feel completely invigorated and like anything was possible in September every year. Mm-hmm. And I feel similarly in January. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, the one thing that I think I want to do this year goal wise is make a point of releasing at least one garment knitting pattern. Cool. Um, I like that. I don't want to say like, I don't want to like overdo that goal and be like one a quarter or something kind of excessively ambitious. Sure. Um, But yeah, I think that's probably my one for this year. Yeah, that's a good one. I think that's a good and doable goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm feeling ready for that step. Yeah, I like it. I, I mean, like it a lot. looking at your sweaters, I would agree. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I um, am heading. I just got a new sewing machine, and I didn't get anything fancy. I got a Singer Heavy Duty uh, Mm -hmm. sewing machine so that I could just, A, have my own. Um, I usually use my mom's, and um, it's it's starting to have more and more problems. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to get this. But um, the big time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it was, I didn't, you know, it was fine. She didn't mind me using hers, but um, this was a a good, a good thing to just do. And it was, so it was like a early Christmas gift that I got. Um, But anyway, my big goal with it is that I, (laughs) which is not really the sewing machine itself, but it is to keep my workspace um, open enough that I can always have my sewing machine out on like my desk counter area um, yeah. because otherwise mm-hmm. it it fills in very easily. So I should be able to either always have my laptop out here or always have my my sewing machine or if I'm going crazy, be able to have them both here side <laughs> by side. So that way I can actually sew more and not feel like it's an ordeal to pull the sewing machine out. That is a totally relatable thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And also, I hear really good things. Sorry. I hear really good things about that sewing machine. Yeah. Like, it can apparently sew through anything. Yeah, that's what I I have heard very positive things um, about it from people, like, since I've gotten it. But I also, I remember hearing that um, Heidi Kenny from My Paper Crane, that's the machine that she would Mm -hmm. use to sew all of her plush of the month and everything so that's a lot of Mm -hmm. mega sewing so i feel good about that yeah yeah and i didn't have to take out a loan for it (laughs) good yeah i mean and that's ideal Uh (laughs) uh-huh a thing that works that isn't a problem Mm -hmm. yeah and you know sometimes those are the things that that that's it's fine to you it's kind of like having cheap crochet hooks like it's okay to have a thing mm-hmm. that doesn't cost a lot but that just works because that's yeah fine oh yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean that's the best case scenario yep mm-hmm. i mean you can get a luxury item but the thing that's inexpensive and just works is the ideal yep. in my opinion yeah yep but well that's cool i think that you can keep both of them out i i believe in you thank you <laughs> I'm I'm trying mm-hmm. to like I can like, cheer you on. Thank you. I'm I'm trying to like get that goal started now. We're you know recording mid December for this episode, but like that way I'm ready to roll into the new year with this um, the habit already started. Yeah. Oh, maybe I like that's it. cheating. I like it. <laughs> I think a running I, I think, think so. a running start is totally valid. <laughs> I almost always do running starts because I want to be able to start with the actual thing that I'm doing at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be prepping to do it Mm -hmm. because then it doesn't feel like I'm starting it, like really, really getting into it. There you go. But I also am kind of bizarre about my very specific things that I think. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Um, So in the new year, um, for me, I've, think my plan is to um, sew a little bit more for pleasure, um, sort of piggybacking on Molly's idea. 
I'd like to make more things for myself that I love and that fit mm-hmm. instead yeah. of having like the pressure of only making things that are like social media fodder or website fodder or right. I mean podcast, but the podcast will happen anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I want to do that. And I'm also in the early stages of outlining a book proposal for a new project. So that is very exciting. I think my goal for the year is to get that sorted out Mm -hmm. Um, because it's another another big project that I have in mind, like my first book. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we shall see. (laughs) Fingers crossed, everybody. They're crossed. (laughs) Yay. Actually, that's a lie. My needles are crossed. But I didn't want to say it because oh, it felt counts. like a horrible pun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with those puns. I appreciate it. <laughs> yep. um, uh, hey, is that our dad joke? It is. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, there's it's still time. That, we could probably oh, find more, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, since I, I think it's cool that um, we're all, we all kind of have our eye on sewing in the new year. Um and I am very, my brain is inspired with ideas for like me, may, me made May stuff we could do specifically on this podcast as a group. Oh, I, I like, like that it. idea. That will actually give me a kick in the pants to do the thing. Right. Think about the thing. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> my machines and serger and cover stitch machine, they're all out. They're mm-hmm. sitting behind me. Yeah. But the fabric isn't. <laughs> um, and well, neither is my ironing board. <laughs> I was just um, I was just going through fabric the other night looking for something to um, make a gift for my mom. And, well, the okay, the fabric situation is a whole other thing. Like, I really need to... <laughs> I probably need to... Yeah, I, I need to trim trim down how much I have a little bit. Um, but also it needs to be better organized because it's gotten crazy. But anyway, it took me way too long to find one thing. Anyway, well, choose one (laughs) thing, I should say. Uh, But in the middle of that, I found the fabric that I purchased specifically to make a garment, and I have the pattern, I have other, I have everything ready to start cutting that baby out and sewing it, but I've had it for years and that's so a train of shame thing that it would be nice to um, have a, <laughs> a goal in mind to uh, actually plan to make that happen. It would be good. That's funny. Yeah, I definitely need to actually make something with all of the fabric I bought during my books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because... Well, you know how when you're working on a thing that you need to be working on, even if it's a thing you like to do, you always want to be doing something else. I believe I was talking about that a minute ago. (laughs) That crazy phenomenon. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I did uh, quite a bit of of wishful fabric purchasing. And um, now I have a lot. Of like NASA themed fabric and cat fabric, <laughs> <laughs> so much. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to do a be made May challenge with the three of us. Oh, I'm already stressed out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got my uh, anxiety tardigrade in my hand. 
<laughs> we can do it. Yes. All right. So before we officially sign off, we want to give a shout out to all our serious friends of the Very Serious Crafts podcast who are supporting us at patreon.com slash serious crafts. You're the best. Yes, you are. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com. And finally, if you're a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, which I bet you are. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, I wonder. (laughs) Please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. Yes, and it makes us feel really nice. That's true, too. Yeah. That's always appreciated. (laughs) It makes us smile and then send each other cute texts. It does. So so please, give us a reason. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. (laughs)